G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, I wonder if you've been looking at what's happening with the church in your neighbourhood because something significant appears to be happening even as our nation goes deeply into its secular phase, a time when people are not interested in God. And the challenging thing for us is that Christians and our local churches risk becoming almost invisible to ordinary people going about their ordinary lives. Let's get some insights today into what might be happening with churches in your community and perhaps some practical things we might be able to do to make sure that we are visible in our community. The national leader of the Full Gospel Churches is Ron Sims. Ron's joining us today. Hello, Ron. Welcome along to 2020. G'day. How are you? I'm really well. And Ron, thank you so much for taking some time. Mm. The thought that somehow or other churches might become invisible to Mm. ordinary people in the community, that's got to be a challenging thing, especially when you lead a denomination like you do. Yes, I I agree with you. Yes, it's, uh, it's very concerning. In fact, because uh, churches have a lot to offer every community, and and by churches, I, I don't mean just established churches, but you know communities of people in in different communities around Australia. And if we say the word invisible, mm. that might lead us on to irrelevant, and mm. none of us wants to be irrelevant, mm. but sometimes we can slip into irrelevance. Yes, I think that um, when we become more interested in our own issues, in our own issues, than we are in the issues, interested in the issues in the community around us, we're actually turning our back on the community, and we need to be interested in the in the issues that the community is interested in. The risk, I imagine, for some churches is actually becoming introspective, uh, Mm. self-interested. We do lots of things. Maybe we have lots of fun doing those things, (laughs) but it might not be as useful to the ordinary person who is seeing us as a little invisible. Mm. What are your thoughts for the way we actually conduct ourselves as members of a church because we don't want to slip into invisibility? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, people of faith need to be outwardly focused to see uh, what they, how they can be of service in their local community. And local churches have a unique opportunity oftentimes to speak into issues and to speak into uh, things that are going on in their local community that other organisations don't have, you know. What about the leaders in all of this? You're the leader of a national denomination, a Pentecostal denomination. Mm -hmm. What about the leaders and what they might be thinking about this visibility in the community? Yes, um, well, everybody is. Everybody has different facets of their lives, don't they? You know. So on one hand, I might be a national leader. On the other hand, I'm just a, a congregational member. You know. So um, I think that I need to 
think outside the box in 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 all those areas of my life in which I find myself and connect with the people around me in an appropriate way. Does it mean, in some sense, that we might be missing the needs of the community? Uh, We might know that if people are generally fairly wealthy, as ordinary Australians are, and Mm. we're not seeing the poverty in the same way that we might look at uh, in, say, a developing nation, that somehow or other it's hard to break through because the needs are not quite as apparent. I think that, uh, that, that on one hand is true, on the other hand, there are great needs in our society that that are um, uh, are apparent only if you go looking for them. For instance, you know there there's the middle class poor people who are on really good wages, but because of their overheads, because of the 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 the, the amount of money that's going out of their purse every every week, are uh, actually living on a very small. Um, uh, amount of money, and so they find themselves in a place where um, they can't afford even to eat properly. You know, and I think as interest rates rise, as fuel rises, as the cost of living rises, even people that we would have thought before were on a good wicket find themselves in a place of need. Then there's the rising mental health challenges that we keep hearing about and recognising that that is widespread in our community. It's Mm. come to light all the more with our COVID crisis of the past couple of years uh, that people feel anxiety and uh, these things are showing through in their work, in their families. Mm. Uh, Mm. There's a challenge here because that's not quite so tangible to see that someone is injured in a Mm. mental health way Mm. and Mm. perhaps sometimes we're... uh, treading water and trying to do things to keep afloat in church life yes. uh, that we aren't able to then even see and get beyond our four walls. Hmm. What are your thoughts here for how leaders might look and see some of these needs? That's a very interesting uh, concept that you've just brought up uh, because you know people can be struggling internally and not show it because they, they, they put on a bold face and they put on a, a happy face and they they go out, they don't want people to know that they're struggling. And I think that, you know, um, sometimes it's good just to reach out to someone and say, are you okay? Are you really okay? You know? That reaching out, yes. uh, sometimes we get the impression that, uh, and someone will say, you know, we're here to be missionaries to our community. Mm. Uh, and then others will say, why don't we just advertise and get people to come into church? <laughs> what are your thoughts here about how this all sort of works? Because typically people will come to church if they recognize or if they've been invited, Mm. if they recognize they have a need, Mm. but they might be seeing us as invisible if we don't have that connecting point. Yes. I think each one of us has uh, a sphere of influence. We have friends. We have uh, people that we work with. We have people that we shop with, that we see, uh, you know, regularly. And um, if we... uh, make it our business to reach out to people in an ordinary, normal activities, then we can make friends with people who aren't necessarily part of our core uh, group. And uh, th- I think that when, when you really care for people, they respond to you. And when you care for people and they know that you care, then that's when they start to open themselves up to you 
And if we're uh, 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 if we're impervious to people's cares, if we're if we're uncaring to, for you know the things that are affecting people, they see us for what we are, and that they'll ignore us. But when we begin to care for people, when we begin to reach out to people, when we begin to make ourselves open to people, then um, that's when people start to notice and, and will open themselves up to us. How important is it for the leader in those churches to be able to role model that for the people? Because sometimes uh, leaders are either too busy or even, for whatever reason, make themselves a little unapproachable. Sometimes mm. leaders look unapproachable. Mm. And to be able to have that connecting point, you've got to have vulnerable and available leaders, haven't you? Yes. And that's got to be role-modelled so that people within the congregation, they're ready to make those connecting points and welcome people, embrace people when they do come across them. Mm. Someone once said that uh, everything sh- flows from leadership. And uh, and I think that, that there's there's a great truth in that. So if you want your people to be compassionate, then the leaders need to be people who model compassion. If you want your people to be involved in in the local community, then their leaders have to be people who are involved in the local community. What the people see in any organisation is what they model. So if as, as leaders within the church community... We need to be modelling the things that we want to be happening at the grassroots, you know. So, um, leaders of churches need to be people who are in the community and and um, reaching out to people, just as much as 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 the person who comes in every second Sunday. You're leading full gospel churches. When you've got your leaders around the table, is mm. this the sort of thing you discuss? Yes, it is. Uh, you know, <laughs> because you know, some people might be yeah. thinking, "Oh, you're onto some sort of highfalutin uh, level of uh, spirituality discussion at a leader's table." But mm. really, this is the reality. How do we role model this for our people so that we can connect with the community and bring yeah. this message of the gospel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we these are the. Actually, these are the topics that we discuss as um, the you know the board and the national executive and the, and the other leaders in full gospel. You know how can we make ourselves more available to our credential holders? How can we make ourselves more available to the pastors, the ministers, um, the leaders of full gospel? in a way that doesn't wear us out. (laughs) And we might all be encouraged that you have those sorts of conversations because when leaders are around the table, you might be thinking, you know, let's listen for what the Holy Spirit might be saying to our church. And as a Pentecostal church, Pentecostal believers will have a real appreciation for wanting to hear the voice of God. And so hearing the voice of God, one thing, then you want to get some practical ways that you can implement those things so that it really makes an, an effect on people's lives. Yes. How do you go about the practical side of actually making those things happen? We do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's there's nothing like there's nothing like being uh, someone who does something. As uh, it's much more important that we back up our words with actions. Than we just have highfalutin ideas. 
Yeah. Pastors who are prepared to roll up their sleeves and yeah. get involved in the the schools program, or mm. uh, you know, you've got some yeah. uh, you know food parcels for the homeless, or mm. just being involved in that, rather than having people doing those things and being disconnected in some way, mm. is that a way that leadership ought to happen? Do you think? I think that's one way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's one way. I mean, not every leader can be. Um, Everywhere at once. Yes, that's right. Not every leader can be down at the local primary school handing out sausages on a Tuesday morning. Um, but uh, they can certainly um, be involved in the areas that suit their um, <clears throat> predisposition, uh, suit their, their, their schedule and uh, suit their church and, and lead by example in those things. And, and, you know, people who are interested in other areas will see their leaders being involved in that and will will take heart from that. We always love to hear from our denominational leaders and national leader of Full Gospel Churches, Ron Sims. Let me connect listeners to fullgospelaustralia.org.au. That's your national website, fullgospelaustralia.org.au and mm. Full Gospel Churches uh, around uh, most states in Australia. Yes, in, in every state. Um, you might not recognise them from their names. They're they're named all sorts of different things. We don't require people to have Full Gospel Australia in their uh, or Full Gospel Church in their name. So the church that's just down the road from you could be a Full Gospel Church. FullGospelAustralia.org.au. Ron Sims, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.